0: Welcome to Founder Views. My name is Costa. I'm your host and co-founder of Web for Realty, a SaaS company that I bootstrapped out of my parents' basement with no money and no tech experience into a fully remote company doing seven figures in ARR. I'm taking you through my SaaS journey in real time as I talk about business situations I'm going through, thinking about, or just find interesting. My purpose is not to give you the answers, but to spark something in your mind that can help improve your business along the way. I manage a remote company, so we hire team members from all over the world. One of the most tedious things about hiring and growing a team is the HR administrative part of it all. As my company was starting to grow and we were starting to hire more and more team members, I knew I needed a solution that would help organize my employees and company better. That's when I discovered Hume. The value that Hume provides begins the moment you think about hiring. With Hume's recruitment portal, I'm able to publish my job post, sync it to all the other popular job sites, and feed all the applicants directly into Hume. When you're getting hundreds of applicants and interviewing dozens of people per day, you need a system that will help organize your hiring process so you can simply focus on finding the best person for your company. After you find the right person to hire, you have to onboard them into your company properly. That requires... Creating contracts, company materials, sending it to the new hire to review and getting them to send it back to you, uh, among many other things. With Humi, I have all of my contracts and documents preloaded and they are dynamically filled with the new hire's information. So there's no more manual work and back and forth involved. All documents are signed online through Humi and tracked accordingly. That part alone saves me at least two to three hours per employee during the onboarding process but probably one of my favorite features of Hume is their time off feature. Now I'm able to create my own company time off policies. All of my employees can request time off directly through Hume, and I can either approve it or deny it on the spot. I'm able to easily track how many days off an employee has taken in the year, and the entire team is able to see a live calendar of who's scheduled to be away. So if you're a company owner, you have employees, or you're thinking about growing a team, I would highly, highly recommend checking out HUMI. That's H-U-M-I. They have it all. HR, payroll, benefits. Uh, I have an exclusive promo only for my listeners. I got you 30% off your subscription. Uh, make sure you sign up at humi.ca slash founder views. So they know that I sent you and you get you 30% off. That's humi.ca slash founderviews to get 30% off. Trust me, you won't regret it. This was an episode I was really excited about. I met Nim in Boston back in January 2019, and he told me about what he was building, and I was just really pumped about it. He founded CloudTax, which is a tax filing service that helps Canadians easily file their taxes online for free. And the reason I was excited to speak to Nim is because tax and accounting has always been close to me. I got my bachelor's in university for accounting and finance. Uh, one of my side hustles back in the day was filing taxes for people. So uh, this was a re- really fun and almost nostalgic episode for me. Um, so, so Nim was born in Sri Lanka and migrated to Canada shortly after the tsunami in 2004. Uh, he worked with the CRA for a couple of years. He had some experience at Sun Life as a financial advisor. Uh, He eventually circled back to his original passion, which was taxes, and that's how CloudTax was built. So we're talking about how he built the initial product, how he funded the development, uh, getting certified by the CRA, and eventually launching the business. Uh, This past year was CloudTax's first filing season, and it was a huge success. Uh, Several thousand Canadians across all provinces filed their taxes with CloudTax, and Nim has uh, big plans and vision for the company for years to come. Uh, this was a great episode that I'm excited to share. So without further ado, here's my chat with Nim Balacharandran. All right, Nim, uh, thank you so much for joining me on Founder Views. I'm uh, really excited uh, for you to be here.
1: Thank you so much. Thanks a lot for having me here.
0: Awesome. So, you know, I, I got to admit, I was really excited to have you on the podcast because cloud tax and what you're doing is is very near and dear to me for those who don't know like I went to Ryerson University in Toronto got my Bachelor of Commerce in Accounting and Finance and um you know actually one of my first little like side hustles or businesses in university was actually preparing my classmates personal income taxes so when, when we met in Boston um for the growth summit earlier in the year and heard what you were doing. Like I, I knew I had to stay in touch and see the progress of cloud tax. And, uh, by the way, I actually used cloud tax for some family members, uh, returns this past tax season, as you know, and it was great. So, um, so yeah, uh, why don't you just kick things off by just telling us a bit about you, your background and what cloud tax does.
1: All right, that's awesome. Thank you so much. And um, I actually didn't know that you were preparing taxes in your school. So that's uh, good to hear. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, that's awesome. So basically, um, to a little bit about me. I was born and raised in Sri Lanka, um, moved to Canada in 2006. Uh, so tsunami hit uh, Sri Lanka in 2004. And then my father had business and got vanished. So um, uh, the Canadian government gave, uh, gave us a visa to come to Canada. So uh, I came with my family. And um, I couldn't speak a bit of English and I had to start everything from scratch. So I went to school here for uh, grade 11 and 12. And um, then I moved on to, uh, I wanted to get into technology side, but, um, you know, become a software developer, but um, because of my language barrier, I couldn't, um, you know, I couldn't understand what was going on my uh, on my computer uh, science class. So I ended up choosing something that, you know, that was, uh, you know, I was good at, which is math. So I went into accounting and finance. I did it at Seneca, actually. And um, then later, I wanted to, um, you know, uh, get into tax for some reason. Uh, You know, my brother was kind of suggesting, oh, uh, you know, why don't you just, um, you know, lend taxes so you could kind of uh, uh, make a side hustle. And then I'm like, okay, whatever. So uh, let me go and uh, test it out. And then I, uh, you know, I started doing taxes in 2008, by the way. And um, so I started feeling... um, you know, uh, it was, it was simple, but um, when I started doing for uh, um, most of my client, I felt like they, um, they didn't know much about the taxes because uh, it's a constant change happening in uh, every year after year. So um, uh, they were very confused and um, they were very scared uh, when they filed the taxes. I feel like, um, you know, they're kind of scared, What if CRA come back after me. So I don't want to claim certain expenses, even that they are eligible to claim so i was like oh um it's a it's kind of an interesting problem and then uh, after that i got um i got into cra because i wanted to see how tax system work and the other side so i worked with uh revenue canada for some time um and then um then i came out of it and then i worked as a financial advisor at Sun life and um you know i always liked working with people and um so i found um you know uh, some life was a good fit um having a tax background and finance background. Um, so I was helping out uh, with my clients there, you know, answering a lot of tax questions, even though, you know, uh, you're supposed to, to be doing <laughs> a lot of financial work. Then I, um, you know, then I then something was in my, in the back of my mind telling me that, you know, Go back to tax. Um, so um, that's when I really sat down and think, um, okay, what can I do now? So I was planning to expand my tax practice as a as a um, you know like Asian uh, kind of like a, a franchise type of uh, method. Then then I quickly learned that um, you know it, it it would require a lot of a uh, um, lot of help from my side. You know, uh, in terms of uh, assisting the franchisees and whatnot. So. I wanted to build. Um, since I was, you know, falling uh, falling in love with the technology, um, so I thought I will, you know, why don't I just marry them together, and um, and that's when I, you know, thought about cloud tax, where building an app for, uh, um, you know, simple tax returns so that people can file it uh, from their home. Uh, at the same time, that provides a lot of value just other than filing the taxes. So that's how, um, it's, um, sorry, I kept it pretty long, but, uh, this is, uh, this is how I got started with CloudTax and, uh, um, we just launched the application and, uh, it got certified by CRA. And, um, so that was, a um, yeah, that's, a, that's a great, great thing. Then, uh, we just moved on to, you know, uh, getting more customers and, uh, helping uh, Canadians file it for, for free actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. No, that's uh, that's an incredible story. Thanks so much for sharing that. Um, so there's there's quite a few things I, I'd like to unpack there, sort of. So, so yeah. um, you're a non-technical founder like myself. So yes. you know, building yeah. such a like a highly technical and complex product like Cloud Talks, Um, how did you start? Like how how did that look on the onset? Yeah.
1: So um, I was um, I I kind of knew this is what I wanted to do. Then I was like, okay. So can I build it? Then I was looking at you know I think Google was the <laughs> the only uh, friend at that point. I was, I was trying to research whether non technical people can build a technology company. Um, and um, I got convinced by you know a few of the uh, non technical founders. And I thought um, you know what I, I might be able to give it a try. So I called one of my tax clients at the at the time. Actually, he is still mine, <laughs> uh, my client, but I called him um, and I, he's actually, uh, he was working for a U.S. Uh, property tax uh, related uh, bidding company. Um, so I called him and asked, um, you know, are you able to build an app for me? And he said, yeah. So, and then, um, so that's basically how he got started. So um, I found someone um, uh, who was very technical and um, I was able to get us up to, to lay the foundation um, even though he was working uh, full-time at his um, uh, U.S. Uh, job, so he couldn't commit full-time to me. So he was kind of advising me in the, fr- um, in, in the beginning. So I went and hired a um, um, third-party uh, company uh, in India um, and um, tried to um, do this application um, 100% on a, you know, uh, just on a third-party basis. And um, that actually did not go well. Um, you know, as you can imagine, um, you know, not knowing the technology jargons and and the uh, how things work. And it was very difficult uh, for me to to convey a certain message on um, or the expectations, uh, I would say. So um, that actually failed. Um, and um, I was able to, you know, um, I, I had to kind of scrap it off and then restart it all over again. But it was a good, um, good lesson and, uh, pretty expensive
0: one, but yeah. So then, uh, <laughs> then I hired an internal, uh, uh, developers to, to, uh, to build this. So, yeah. Okay. I, I see. So, so initially your, your client that you'd asked about the app, like it was, he was part-time couldn't really gain traction. So you got the third party, uh, outsourced company in, in India. Uh, so, th- so that's yeah. interesting. Was it, was it the language barrier that was the biggest drawback?
1: You think um uh, it's it's actually not the language barrier thing um you know uh, in india they they usually don't have the same i mean they don't have the same tax filing system as what we have here so um the concept where you know it was it was kind of hard to kind of um um get everyone uh, on the same page because uh, everyone um had a different perception of tax in india so um and uh, and the and the CRA has a very high expectations on you know how the software uh, needs to behave. So um, you know they have they have to meet the hundred percent accuracy. So whether using cloud tax or some other application, it would produce exactly the same result because the uh, C- CRA has um, that standard uh, testing platform uh, for all of us across the board. So um, because of that reason, uh, you know um, we were in, uh, we couldn't build what CRA wanted uh to be honest that's that was a problem so um um if that makes
0: sense <laughs> yeah yeah i i can totally seeing that being a challenge for sure just like how, how technical and the the you know the details that's required by CRA of course i can see that being a challenge for sure so you you then yeah. hired someone locally
1: to develop um yeah i so i then i got my um my client and I, I got him to work at this full time and also hired a couple of other developers to help him. And, um, and also I had a team in India as well, but, um, it was under our supervision directly. So we were able to get some of the work from there, uh, because I've been bootstrapping just like you, <laughs> uh, from the beginning. So we have no, uh, uh, traditional investors yet. So, um, so we were able to, to, you know, uh, uh, we we had to run with the very low cost on a um uh, so in order to get the product out uh, at least the MVP. So um so we kind of hired a, a couple of developers in India as well uh, to work uh, under
0: us. I love it. That's awesome. And you're still yeah. bootstrapped today, right? Yes, we are, oh, very yeah very good. So um so you, you went back to your your clients, sort of build the app, some local developers plus the team in India. Um how did you, how did you pay for that development? I mean, was that through savings or did you provide them equity or?
1: Um, actually the, um, it was through a lot of, through, uh, personal loans. I was, um, I had, um, a lot of personal loans that I took up and, um, and, um, and, um, you know, equity from my house, <laughs> uh, that actually helped, um, uh, thanks to the real estate market in Toronto. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was, that was one of the, uh, um, one of the probably main reasons why i was able to get this out um uh, uh, get to the market and um because when i started talking to um investors and everyone wanted to have the product certified um you know they they couldn't uh, trust on the vision itself because they think that uh getting it certified is a it's a huge hassle and um so there was a very a lot of uncertainty there and um yeah so because of that i i said you know what i'm gonna stop focusing on the fundraising let me focus on uh building this product and getting this certified so so that was the only focus so yeah i try to bring in money as much as i can uh from a personal side to to um (laughs) to to fund this but definitely my family was very very helpful and uh even my mother-in-law, um, she also helped me with, um, her refinance. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was, uh, it's a lot, um, a lot from my family side. So family is, uh, that's, that's why I was, I was able to get this out,
0: uh, this year. That's amazing. I love the commitment. Um, love the yeah. persistence. Uh, that, that's, that's awesome. Um, how long did it take to build the app in total? Yeah.
1: Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, since I you know I was I started this in 2015. So um, that's when I that's when I reached out to a team in India uh, to build this out. And um, CRA has a very um, uh, very short time for us to get the product testing uh, for the following year. So they don't provide any um, exception for new products. So we had to go through the same uh, testing line as um, as the big established companies.
0: I was really struggling to find an internal wiki for my team. I must have tried at least a dozen options and I was just never satisfied with any of them. Uh, They were either too clunky, too busy, and just not something I would want my entire team using. As soon as I was about to give up my search, I stumbled upon Nuclino. I immediately knew this was the application I was looking for. Its simplicity, super clean UI, and the ability to add content quickly and easily checked all the boxes for me. As a remote company, documentation is very important to keep our team connected and collaborative. We add everything in Nucleo from general company information and updates, documents for onboarding new hires and how-tos. If anyone on our team has a question about anything, they can go on Nucleo and find what they're looking for in seconds. So if you're a company that's serious about growing, being organized and being efficient, I highly suggest Nuclino for your internal wiki. I was able to get my listeners a pretty sweet deal. I got you 30% off uh, for one year of service. That's 30% off the best internal wiki in the game for one year. Go to nuclino.com. That's N-U-C-L-I-N-O.com and use Founder Views during checkout. Again, nuclino.com. Use Founder Views at checkout and immediately get 30% off for the year. Believe me, you won't regret it.
1: Um, so we had a very, uh, short timing to get the product out. So I think, uh, first testing was in 2017, uh, but, uh, we couldn't make it in time. And, um, uh, 2017, we were, uh, 2017 is the first year we kind of, um, gave it a try with CRA and then we kind of quickly learned what was, uh, you know, what the requirements are. And then 2018 is, uh, is when we, when we pushed it. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, um it's, it was, it, it took a
0: few years to, to get this out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. That's great. And yeah. are you able to share or do you even share how much you invested to build the product?
1: Yeah. So I have uh, invested over $600,000 so far, um, uh, to, to build this, uh, that's purely in, uh, um, you know, salaries and, uh, and the expenses that, uh, they had you know we had the office and whatnot so now we are trying to be even more lean so um, everyone trying to do a remote at this point <laughs> but um just um except the tax season but um uh, yeah but um so far it's the uh, i put in uh over six
0: okay that's, that's great um so so this was your first like official tax season this past season is that correct
1: uh, yeah but we got uh, certified a bit late and then um, our name got on Sierra's website and sometime in second week of April so it's almost towards the ending of in end the tax season that's when they finished testing and uh, they had to go through extra uh, you know um, process to to get our um, you know website on their on their site so so it, it took a bit longer but I think um, yes it, it is our first official uh taxis and
0: nice and so how did it go like what was the the overall feedback initially from from mm-hmm. your early users
1: um actually we had a great start um we helped a few thousand people to file it for free and um and um hundreds of people um converted to a paid um um paid version as well so we basically have a free version for uh, for those who knows what to, what they're doing and has a very you know simple tax filing, so they go ahead and file it for free and if um, if, if it get complicated if they need some help or if they're first time filing and you know not sure if they're doing it right, so they kind of can upgrade it to uh, paid version, which is um uh, about twenty dollars uh, per return. so uh, some of the clients converted to paid version as well. so uh, but we were in um, Really pushing the paid uh, version at all, so we want to to help uh, maximum uh, free users, and we want to help them follow for free and get the um, you know feedback from the uh, the software. So we had a great uh, feedback. Um, uh, you know, people liked the uh, user interface; it was uh, clean and uh, and it was uh, uh, you know it was. Uh, I think that's that's one of the things. Like I mean, our application is mobile friendly, so it's um, we designed it in a uh, mobile first approach, so um, it's it works great on applications, uh, mobile apps, and uh, mobile browsers. So uh, we had a lot of lot of our users file from their phones. So that's a that's a huge compliment for us, uh, I think. Um, and um, and we we barely had um, you know <laughs> people commenting on things that they don't like, but uh, we did uh, get quite a bit of feedbacks on. Um, on, you know, people are getting stuck uh, at few places and stuff like that, that's for the, um, you know, it, 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 that's based on the CRA's rules and stuff like that, but that's we are working on. But in terms of the, uh, the usability, I think people loved it. So, and uh, we had uh, something called live chat um, uh, with the uh, pro last year. So people were able to talk to someone um, right away and get something answered. So they don't have to kind of, you know, uh, pick up a call uh, and wait on the line because tax season is, uh, it's crazy. Even if you're trying to call CRA, you had to wait like, you know, one hour to get a small thing answered. So I think having that live chat was a uh, very helpful. I think we're the only one company probably had, uh, the, the, the live chat, uh, for free. So, um, so we we're kind of uh,
0: happy a lot of people got used to that. <laughs> yeah, I can uh, actually attest to that. Like I was I was very surprised. I, I, like I filed a tax on mobile as well for my parents. And nice. They, um, yeah, that was pretty okay. awesome. And I, I've tried quite a few other tax products and this was by far the easiest to use. So uh, great job on Thank that. Thank you so much. um so yeah that that's pretty awesome so you had a few thousand people file for free a few hundred uh, converted to paid did you change uh what's your pricing model like did you change that model recently or has it always been um yeah so
1: basically um you know freemium is what we wanted to kind of uh, focus on for this year and um probably for a couple of more years uh we are looking at um uh, like you know we are introducing a paid version but probably not uh uh, not for next, like the coming tax year, probably in in couple of years time. But uh, at this point, we want, we are focusing on a premium product um, where it will be do it yourself application, and um, only when you need help, you get you have to pay for the service. But like the product is going to be always free, so
0: that's type of the, uh, the approach you're taking at this point. Okay. So I guess just trying to, trying to build as, as much, um, much user, as big of a user base as possible, because eventually you're going to have to repay that 600 K. So I'm sure you're (laughs) thinking of a monetization. So are you planning to, um, always have the freemium or would eventually be all paid plans? Mm -hmm.
1: Um, it will be, there will be a free product. I think that's what I, um, you know, when I started the tax application, I, I really believed in that if you, if you have a very simple taxer, then like, say for example, I mean, a lot of people, when I was preparing taxes, like a lot of people come with just T4 they have nothing else going on in their taxes. And, um, they would just, uh, spend 20 minutes driving down to me. And then I would spend like two minutes (laughs) putting the T4 information and I'll be done. So I feel like uh, those people who has a very simple, straightforward return shouldn't be paying for a tax product, and and you know, uh, so we just we want to give that for free always. And uh, I think where we want to um, uh, to have the uh, paid version is where um, we are giving support to um, whether it be a, you know chat or or even uh, talking to a pro, um, uh, you know stuff like that. We are planning to uh, monetize on, but not on the uh, just the application itself.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so how how big is your team right now? Oh, it's actually
1: a very small team and uh, especially during non-tax te- uh, time, if it's under 10. So under uh, during the tax time, we had uh, quite a bit of people um, on the... The support line, so we had um, it was a kind of a busy tax season for us. <laughs> even though it was a first year, but we only had a very short time, and then a lot of people filed it during the time. So we had, um, and we are, um, you know, we it's a uh, you know, people from Vancouver, so it's like a time difference. So we had, um, you know, different shifts for uh, for technical support and and uh, and the tax support. So it was there, but uh, during non-tax time, it's a very small team. So it's about um, eight people um in total
0: yeah okay well, what's the makeup yeah. of that people is it like marketing development
1: oh um, it's marketing is only uh two of us and uh, i kind of take care of some marketing and uh and there's another person who uh, run the marketing and mainly the product development is a uh, uh developers the front end developer back developers and uh ui uh, ux person so it's um that's basically what we have and then testers obviously nice. uh to test the the products yeah
0: okay are they all are yeah. they remote or or are they uh local? um
1: right yeah so, um uh, even though uh, some of them are in toronto um, we are working remotely at this point and um we didn't have an office but then um you know trying to keep the cost low so uh, and i think i think there's a lot of technologies and uh So we are able to work on remote and and uh, able to manage that way. So we are testing it out. (laughs) So if that works out, then we will keep it as um, always like that. And and um, if you know, I think during the tax time we get a little bit more busier and you know a lot of things going on. So at the time we have um, office budget up in you know non tax non non tax
0: time, we try to be. Uh, try to be efficient as possible (laughs) yeah yeah it makes sense so yeah so obviously like it's a very cyclical type of business so off season like are are you like literally making no revenue
1: yeah so uh, we are actually moving into so we are one of the companies that uh, does um you know everything else basically it's not just the personal taxes so we um we do have um you know um options for like you know if you're running a corporation you could still talk to us and we'll be able to to help you remotely so it's that um that's where we are going into so we are um we're looking into more um you know uh, getting more paid uh uh paid customers through uh, the corporations and self-employed and freelancers and whatnot um that's where we are kind of going um for non-tax season time so um, a lot of corporations have uh, different year ends, and uh, so that will be our uh, ongoing business. But uh, we haven't started promoting it yet. But uh, we're just working with the current clientele that I had, and um, and we're just working it out with the uh, the platform that we're building. Uh, um, you know, to work on a to work on a single platform where taxpayer and the accounts will be able to connect together and work. So we're just testing it out, but uh, we'll be rolling that up soon
0: nice okay that's great so i want to switch gears a little bit like you're i think you're in a a pretty like in my opinion maybe a difficult space like you're because you're catering to like general consumers like b2c um the reason i say it's tough is because like your audience is literally just so big and so broad many different backgrounds so it's tough to go after a very specific niche of customers um, yeah so like how are you sort of overcoming that hurdle I and mean, getting in front of such a, a broad audience um uh, actually like just to specify like how did you generate your first handful of clients to use cloud tax
1: so it was through um so we were getting a lot of leads from cra itself in terms of like a lot of people um you know looking for a certified application. so they go to crs website and then we are you know we are listed as one of the uh service providers so they kind of contact us and um and then from there, they will, you know, our application is only creating, um a simple non-business filer. So, um, so, uh, so what happens is like um, they will be asking whether, you know, if they have like you know self-employment, self-employment, and stuff like that, or, or um, a little bit complex than a non-business return, then they will be contacting us via. The chat uh, mainly, so that's that's one of the uh, one of the one of the channel that we had for uh, for paid customers, and uh, we also had um, um, you know some sort of uh, uh, social media ads during the tax time, and uh, some PR. Obviously, um, uh, I got featured in on Life, and uh, we also had some uh, uh, PR through uh, the local um, news channels. So I think that was kind of giving us a little bit of leads on the. Uh, the paid customers um, that we had uh, from last year. So, so yeah, it is as you said. Uh, it is a very broad audience, but we are focusing on, um, uh, you know, so, somewhat heavy technology users. Um, uh, so we are trying to get in through social media, um, uh, you know, ads and whatnot. So I think we are reaching the the younger audience at this point i think we're kind of that's that's where the focus is at this point and um, even though the most of them are going to be freemium uh users uh but we are trying to get um uh, the younger audience to to use it because i think um, like you know if you are if you have a complex scenario you must be already working with an accountant or um or if you have like a business you have a you probably have a good accountant who's taking of uh your, your, your taxes. But I think the average Canadians, um, um, you know, are, who is not, who doesn't have access to, or even the students, like, you know, a lot of the students, when I, uh, when I was in school, I think a lot of people are like, you know, like a lot of their parents were filing their taxes for them. So, um, they don't even file it, but now that trend is changing. A lot of students are filing their own taxes and, and, um, you know, they are comfortable, uh, doing, doing this stuff on, on their
0: phone. And, um, so that's where we are kind of uh, going after at this point. That's awesome. So, um, yeah. you mentioned you, you, you did invest in some, uh, probably most of the, 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 clients came from CRA, which is a, a great channel. I'm yeah. sure. Uh, what about the, the social channels you invested in? Like did they, did they work? Was it worth the ROI?
1: Yeah, I think, I think so. Um, even, uh, I mean, it's kind of hard to say whether, um, uh, because we, it's a premium product. So we couldn't uh, kind of uh, measure the, uh, uh, their value <laughs> customer's value. So it's kind of hard, but at the same time, I think in terms of reach, um, we were able to get uh, quite a bit from uh, uh, social media ads and also on the paid uh, sponsors blog post. So we had a couple of um, sponsored blog posts and that gave it quite a bit of reach um, and, uh, and also the so- sponsors uh, uh, ads on social media especially on instagram uh quite a bit uh, it worked well and um i did try the google uh, uh google ads but uh, that ate a lot of money but uh it wasn't it wasn't producing as much and um so i quickly uh, gave up on that and then just uh, focus on uh
0: um, on the social media Nice, nice. Well, it's always worth the experience. Yeah. You gotta try stuff. Um, yeah, what, what about the the, the PR? Like, I did notice you on a, a few um, articles and stuff. Yeah. Like, did you active actively seek that PR, or how did that? Um, yeah, I think um, we were um, we kind of knew that
1: it's, because it's a mass audience. I think you know best way to reach through PR, but um, uh, again, uh, since we were focusing on the younger audience, and we reached out to. Uh, our Life. And um, uh, then uh, we got an opportunity there. And also um, um, the other uh, few uh, news articles came through um, looking at some of the articles on uh, the launch and whatnot. So um, since um, since I was a former CRA employee, I think that's, that was kind of an interesting factor. And people wanted to see, you know, what uh, Former CRA is building an app for so that that was um, that was kind of the interesting that thing. Uh, but we did reach out to a couple of them, but uh, uh, but we weren't too heavy on it. But um, I think you know, future we are uh, planning to focus on uh, some sort of PR as well. Um,
0: Nice. Yeah, no, I think you definitely have the, the right story for that. That's awesome. Um, so a lot of my listeners are like early stage founders like yourself. So, you know, I think your story and experiences will really resonate with people. Um, so like, like I said, as an, as an early stage founder yourself, like what part of the, the business is taking up most of your time right now? Is it like sales, marketing, development?
1: Um, as a non-technical founder, I would say the project management it's taking uh, quite a bit of time um, because, um, you know, developers love to give uh, deadlines by not meeting them. Um, so it was very hard to kind of, you know, uh, work with them because they, they throw excuses here and there. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to keep track of uh, what's happening. So uh, I think that would, I would say that's probably um, uh, the most amount of time is going towards. And um and obviously the product development, I'm, I'm really uh, into um, UX and UI. So I spend quite a bit of time on, uh, on that as well. So that's, that's, those are the two things that's uh, taking up a lot of, a uh, lot of time. Nice.
0: Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm always uh, curious uh, to hear from, from new founders uh, like yourself, because you, you know, you know what's hot right now in terms of apps and tools. So like w- what are some of your favorite apps you're using to keep you and your Company productive.
1: Um, We're um, we use uh, Google uh, products a lot. Uh, to, like, I mean, even though it's basic, but we use uh, quite a bit um, Google Sheet to Google Docs. Like we do, um, we do work uh, on because we are working remotely mainly, so we do um, quite a bit of uh, Google's product. And also, in terms of um, um, you know, we use uh, Time Doctor and stuff like that for time management. Um, uh, with the remote team, that's something that um, I quite enjoy, and then also uh, most of the uh, most of our meetings through um, uh, through Google Hangout. And uh, I don't know, a lot of people like Z- uh, Zoom and uh, and uh, the other products, but I feel like um, um, you know Google's Hangout is kind of uh, uh, more than enough for us at this point. So we try to stick with basic apps. <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's keeping uh keeping us going yeah I, I
0: love it i'm all about the, the basic apps uh you know yeah. freemium uh, as affordable as yeah. possible so you know I, i've been there i'm still there bootstrapping <laughs> so i get it um yeah actually time doctor actually uh i'm not sure if you heard uh, i had the leon uh, from time doctor yeah. on, on the podcast a few episodes ago that was that that was a good one um <laughs> so uh where do you see CloudTax in the next five years like where, where do you want to see the company
1: um, obviously, as a product, um, as a go-to product for uh, for income tax filing, that's where we see the uh, in next five years time. Um, we obviously want to be more than a tax filing uh, application. That's that was a vision for this uh, uh, cloud tax because you know I feel like um, uh, there are a lot of application out there can file your taxes, you know, and some of them are even free, and um, they're a great application. But um, I feel like you know, your finances come down to taxes, like, you know, whether you're investing or, um, you know, having properties, flipping properties, whatever that case may be, and everything comes down to your taxes. And I feel like with that information, you can make a lot of uh, informed decisions in terms of how to save taxes. So not necessarily, you know, avoid taxes, but it it just that there are so many ways that you could, you could um, utilize. And then, uh, uh, and, um, and save on taxes, I and mean, you know a lot of people leave their money on table, and um, so I feel like you know uh, we want to be one of those companies who provide uh, uh, great service on you know how to save money on on pretty much on your finances, not just on your, not just help you with the taxes, but also uh, to to come and uh, you know be be there as an kind of everyday finance. Related product. So that's where we see ourselves in the next five
0: years. Amazing! I love it. Um, all right, Nim. I, I do want to be mindful of your time here. Uh, I do end yeah. off each chat with what I call the top three. You ready? Yep. <laughs> all right. Number one, your favorite business book.
1: Um, I should say uh, "Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. I think that's one of uh, one of my all-time favorites. Nice. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. That's that's when. Uh, Everything got
0: started, I think, after reading that book. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, number two, yeah. your favorite vacation spot? Uh, Thailand. Thailand oh, is nice. uh, yeah, yeah, amazing. And uh, lastly, if you can go back, what's the one thing you wish you knew when you were just starting out in business?
1: I wish I uh, I knew how to code. <laughs> Probably uh, that would have saved a lot of trouble. Um, so I, you know, if you are starting a technology company, I think you should um, you should know some sort of a uh, basic level of at least coding. I think that's something that I regret.
0: <laughs> Sound advice. Yeah. Uh, all right, Nam. You know, I just want to say I, I truly love the dedication, the amazing persistence. I, it's truly inspiring to me, and I'm sure it will be to a lot of other people. So. You know just to hear your story so i'm very excited to see CloudTax progress and be a staple product for canadians everywhere so so keep it up
1: thanks a lot man really appreciate it for having me and uh, this is my first podcast so i'm really excited and thank you so much <laughs> nice. for for reaching out you did an awesome it.
0: job and uh, i would love to do it again sometime and uh, thanks again for coming yes. on thank you take care good All luck right. take care thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, I would love to hear it. Be sure to check out founderviews.com for my latest posts and episodes on my journey with everything SaaS, business, and startups. Talk to you later. Peace.